Welcome into the trenches. I'm Sam Mays. Today on the podcast, we've got starting Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel. But before we get there, I got to say a big shout out to MidFirst Bank, Laser Light Skin Clinic, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, Fire Lake Casino, Oklahoma Ford Dealers. And remember, drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. Now, this podcast is not going to happen without my friends at Fields and Futures. Big thank you to Dot, Tim, Liz, all that you do. Absolutely incredible for Oklahoma City Public Schools. We really appreciate it, uh, and we're excited to to talk to Dylan. Thanks, guys. Man, it's uh, incredible to have you on the show. You have gone from... Uh, this guy that we knew was coming to the school to, you know, save the day essentially to a sooner legend already, right? And you've got some time left on the field for the University of Oklahoma. Uh, thank you so much for your time. It's incredible to have you. And, and a big shout out to Fields and Futures for arranging this. You know, for those who don't know, Fields and Futures is an incredible nonprofit organization that's been uh, serving the Oklahoma City public schools for the better half of a decade, really changing the trajectory of some of these young people, some of these athletes by building fields and helping them get equipment and helping them find coaches. And uh, I love fields and futures. You know, I'm, I'm from a place that uh, we had to pay to play, you know, my senior year, we didn't have the necessary funds to to do all the things that we wanted to do with our football program. And to have an organization like fields and futures come in would have been incredible for us and change the lives of a lot of kids that I played with. So to see that happen here in Oklahoma city is, is absolutely amazing. Um, and I know that you love Fields and Futures also. Yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in it. Obviously, got to meet you for the first time at a Fields and Futures event, so I'm very grateful for that. And then just the ability for them to, you know, believe in, in athletics, transitioning into school, and at the end of the day, believing in graduating and motivation to continue uh, in their educational journey as well. Um, I, I think it's something that's very special and is only you know, good things that can happen from, you know, fusing futures. So. All right. I got to get into the most important question of the day, right? Uh, I'm a former Oklahoma Oklahoma state offensive lineman. I know they're the most important guys on the field. Talk about your offensive line this last week uh, in the red river. Absolutely incredible performance by those guys. I was blown away by them for four quarters of football. Yeah, they definitely dominated the line of scrimmage and and played their butt off. Uh, Something that, I wasn't surprised by just, you know, just the way they work and things I see day to day, but uh, just a huge testament to Coach Beanbow and how he pushes them. And, you know, even going into that last drive, McCabe Mature, you know, uh, wasn't able to play for that drive, but Caleb Schaefer, a guy who's been waiting for his opportunity, just comes in and probably one of the most important drives of, of his career as well and just dominates the moment, um, as well as Caden Green a freshman that a year ago he was in a high school game and and now he's playing on one of the biggest stages. I just think uh, those guys being ready for their opportunity, uh, just my belief in them and and then their confidence to go and dominate the moment is something special as well. You know, I think a lot of people struggle with understanding offensive line play and how important it is to the game of football, how much it impacts, uh, you know, what's going on every single down, you know, just the, the normal fan. Right. And so when, Cade goes down and Green comes in. Us that know, I'm sitting at the TV going, "Oh, good lord, what's going to happen next?" You know, 
talk about that moment for you. Obviously, it's a gut punch that you lose, you know, one of your guys, but then to see the freshman come in, what exactly were you thinking? You know, I I had an ultimate confidence in Caden, and that is because, you know, in the spring, he was actually at left tackle, getting a lot of reps at the ones um, because Walter was out with his, his shoulder. Um, but just seeing him being able to take advantage of his opportunity is something special, and I love everything he represents. So uh, when he came in, you know, there's no drop off, and, and he dominated the moment for sure. And then Green, like you said, as a freshman, you know, a year ago, the mentality that he had coming into it, and I love some of his quotes after the game, you know, talking about all he wanted to do was get out there and, and hurt somebody. That was incredible, right? You, I mean, you love you loved that attitude from the uh, – I mean, he's 18 years old, right? I mean, it's uh, unbelievable to see him take the stage with that crowd in that moment, uh, in that game that was so emotional from the very beginning of it and do what he did. Yeah, you want someone like him, you know, protecting you at, at... – Every time. So uh, just blessed for all those guys that, you know, really make my job a lot easier. And, uh, you know, the the ability for them to move and, and play as quick as they do at their size is something that can't be taught. So uh, true testament to who they are. You know, how, how difficult was for you guys as a team to kind of keep the Red River in its place, right? Not think about it too soon this season. But, you know, once that week of practice started, you're thinking, you know, the score last year was unbelievable. And, you know, it was devastating. And Texas fans and the players and everybody else have been running their mouths for 365 days. Like, what was it like just the week of, like, leading up to the week of practice, talking about this game, and then that week of practice? What was the vibe like there uh, in, in practice? I think uh, Coach Venables does a great job at being able to keep us present. And, you know, taking a week at a time, and I truly believe that's why we've been able to take advantage of, of the moment. And I think, you know, leading the practice, there there really was no motivation uh, or, or speak, you know, or speech that really uh, kind of sw- flipped the switch. Everyone kind of knew what week it was. Um, and I think he tried to just tell us to control the chaos. You know, it's an environment that a lot of people don't get to um, take in or even play in. So... Uh, just allowing us to control the chaos, you know, fall to the love our, of our training, um, and and at the end of the day, find a way to win. Um, so going into practice, just taking it one week at a time. It's the most important week is the next one, you know, the, the present one. So just that attitude was something big, you know, in our locker room. I have to ask, you know, there's so many guys that like to talk about the bus ride coming into the stadium and their experiences are all so different, but also so impactful. What was yours like? You know, it's, it's game day. You leave the hotel. Here we go. We're headed to the state fair. What were you feeling when you got on the, on the campus, on the grounds? Well, first off, huge credit to the bus driver because, you know, it's a, it's a tight squeeze, you know, <laughs> there's people everywhere and then you got to reverse in. So a huge shout out to him, but um, man, just, that's something you dream of, you know, and, the bus drive over, uh, obviously a lot of emotions uh, going going through your body, but just the belief, the the confidence in our guys. I, I think I think we knew what was going to go down as long as we took care of business and and played our butt off. So just continue to do that, continue to prepare, and and allowing our preparation be our confidence going in, into every week. All right, I've got to ask. There's a quote that came out of the uh, the pregame 
locker room conversation and I know what those moments are like. They're intense. You know, you, there's always this interesting mix of guys that don't want to say anything, right? Who just sit quietly, uh, and, and are to themselves. And then there's guys like Danny Stutzman who've got something to say. The quote that comes out of this is Oklahoma only fears God and Texas fears Oklahoma. What was that moment like when you heard that come out of his mouth there in the locker room? Like I said, I think we knew what we were about to do, what was about to go down. So uh, just the type of leader Danny is, you know, for the defense as well as for the team, uh, a guy I look to as well to, you know, you know, build off one another, whether it's being vocal, whether it's, you know, at, at fourth quarter when we all get onto the field or um, just a guy who's willing to do whatever it takes. I think that's inspiring um, on my side, but also just for the team because, he puts his body on the line and, and he's going all the way, you know, he's unfilling the, the whole gas tank for, for us. So that's very inspiring. And a guy, you know, we definitely look to, you know, as far as the, the game is concerned, your game is concerned. I'll give you a ton of credit. I feel like the improvement from last year to this year has been exceptional. You just look more comfortable. You look like you have complete control of the offense. The thing that really sticks out the most to me is the evolution of the quarterback run game. You have been so impactful to your team's offensive success with your legs. And I don't necessarily know that I would have, you know, picked that to be one of your primary weapons coming into this season. So how did that come about? And how do you feel about your, uh, your role in the run game for Oklahoma? Yeah. Coach Levy definitely, you know, thought I was a running back for a, a good part of the season. <laughs> but, uh, I think uh, just just the growth uh, as a unit. I think we we looked at you know ourselves and in, in every area what we needed to get better at, um, and it was just a part of the the game that we could use to our advantage. You know, and um, I'm I'm all for the team and whatever it takes. So being able to use my feet or uh, keep the defense honest and just add another dimension to what we do, I think can only help us and. Uh, I'm a big believer in that. You know, obviously uh, the guys up front make it easier for me, but, you know, the plus one run game uh, is something that uh, a lot of defensive coaches don't love to see, you know, because if it gets all blocked up, then you're running on the grass. You're out. So Let's, uh, let's take a second and give a shout-out to your receiving core. Uh, I, from the outside looking in, I would tell you that, to me, that's one of the most well-rounded groups in college football. They run great. They run great routes. They block well downfield. They catch the ball when you throw it to them. Thoughts on those guys? How they performed this season and obviously last weekend? Yeah, they they've been playing their butt off. You know, with the competitive plays, blocking on the perimeter, um, creating chunks in the perimeter game. Um, I think that all goes hand in hand. But you know, just love what Coach Jones is doing with those guys. There's a, a bunch of hungry guys waiting for their opportunity when they do get it. Um, you've you've seen them take advantage of it. So um, I just think that hunger, that edge uh, that they've been playing with, and then just, you know, building off one another, you know. And if, if Drake makes a catch, Jaleel turning, in, you know, his catch into a chunk, and then, you know, Nick Anderson as well contributing, I think that only builds off one another and uh, can, can be really good for our team. All right, now you got to walk us through final play of the game. You know, we, we've all sat, watched, the fans are on edge, Texas fans holding their breath, Oklahoma fans holding their breath. Heck, I was holding my breath here at home. My family, everybody's just crowded around the television just waiting to see what happens next. 
walk us through that final play and, and how it un, all unfolded. Yeah, so, you know, it was definitely a, a loud uh, first play, and it was on our side, and um, it, it was going zero. So I, I tried to get to Drake uh, early, and he was inside leverage. So on an inbreaker, got off of that, didn't want to take a sack, so tried to throw the ball away. Um, and then Nick Anderson was right, you know, in the back corner and just kind of jumped and instead of throwing it away, just brought it down to him and, you know, the rest is history, but just a, a lot within one play, you know, you look back and Walter, you know, blocking two guys, Tawi, uh, hemming, uh, the, the mic up and then, uh, that corner squeezing on that flat, um, or safety, sorry. And, uh, just seeing it all unveil is, is something really special. You know, the thing that popped up on social media directly after Sooner fans like to say is Sooner magic. Talk about the moment, right? It's done. You score the touchdown. Uh, the game ends. You know, what was that next five minutes like just being on the field surrounded by your brothers, the crowd, all of it? Just tell me what you were feeling going through in that moment. It, it was slow motion. It, it was uh, something I'll never forget. And, I know we're just halfway, you know, done with the season and we're really just getting started um, in what we want to do. But uh, just that moment for the guys, I think it is a testimony to our work, you know, headed into off season, And, you know, obviously last year happening, I think just looking at it uh, at, from full perspective, I think it, it's something that is a true testament to our work, uh, to the grind and then you know, the, the Schmitty workouts that everyone talks about, you know, him setting the tone with the mindset and, and not taking no for an, an answer. So um, I think that all, you know, was running through my head and, and it was very slow motion, but just enjoying the moment with everyone on the field was, was a great time. All right. Before you left the stadium, we've got to know the fans are dying to hear. What did you eat at the Texas State Fair? So my first bite of food was, was the cotton candy for, the the OU Instagram, you know, we made a video, so that was the first thing I ate. But after that, I think I, I had a pizza, maybe a brownie, you know, just to to celebrate. No turkey legs. I wish I I was dealing, <laughs> I was dealing with a little something. had to had to clean up a little cut, so I didn't get to go out uh, too early. But um, definitely enjoyed my pizza. I, lo I love pepperoni pizza. All right, all right. How's the hand? Hand is amazing it's it's healed up you know just a little cut schmitty was telling me wrap that sucker up and get back in there so <laughs> i don't ever question schmitty nice all right well let's uh take a look real quick at your next opponent what's it going to be like uh taking the field against your your former teammates ucf yeah kind of like last week no no added motivation needed uh just um excited for that game because it's the next one you know, and it's the next opportunity. Um, and excited for our team. You know, I think we've, we've really just begun um, and touched the, the surface of what we really want to do. And everyone knows that. So uh, just getting better every week and better every day and uh, take advantage of the opportunity at hand. So, Do you ever, you know, you think about your journey, Dylan. You have such an incredible story, right? From Hawaii to 
you know, now, I mean, obviously there's a whole bunch of your story in Norman to, to write that still has to unfold in front of us. But after this last weekend's game, I mean, the term Sooner Legend will follow you, right? I mean, one of the most incredible Red River, Red River games in the history of the rivalry. Uh, you're talking about the last Big 12 game uh, that uh, that rivalry will be under, the last time that flag will fly there. Uh, just an exceptional story. Do you ever think about just the journey that you've been on from Hawaii to UCF to, you know, at one point everybody thought you were going to UCLA and, and now you're in Norman and, you know, the the offense and learning it and, you know, fighting back from, a, you know, the expectations to win every game. You know, you guys' season last year was not what it was. everybody thought it was going to be. I mean, there's just been so much here for you in the last couple of years. Do you ever reflect on on all of it? I, I tell my family, you can't write this up any better. And I, I say that because, you know, God's going to put me right where I need to be. And I think when I truly let go of, of trying to control and, uh, you know, kind of know where exactly where I'll be, uh, I think that's when, when God uh, unveils everything, you know, and you even go back to the decision to come here. Uh, I just feel like that's a huge God wink of uh, I'm right where I need to be. And then even going in from last year to this year, uh, you know, I think RG3 said it uh, best is there's no testimony without a test, you know, and I, I needed that test in my life. Um, and it's definitely made me better from that experience um, because of, you know, the, the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows and just being able to manage that. Um, but I, I think the ability to, to bounce back, the ability to, to continue to grind and put your head down and work. Uh, it's, it's something that I'll never forget, you know, from last year coming into this year, just the, the, the grind and kind of that, that push from everyone really didn't have to be said at all. Everyone understood what needed to be done. And, um, I think down the road, I'll look back when, when I'm able to bring my family back here, um, and it, it'll all be something special. But at, at the time, I think, just being able to stay present and be in the moment and soak it all in um, is something that I think has been really beneficial for me uh, this year. So just going to continue to do that, continue to grind and get better. And then we'll see how it all plays out. So when you go back to Hawaii, what what's the, I mean, are you seeing OU flags flying? Like what kind of support are you getting from the island? You'll, you'll see an OU flag in my house for sure, but um, <laughs> I'll see, you know, people when I do go home, either an OU shirt or, you know, if they, they see me um, back home, just very loving and supportive, you know, them saying they always watch my games and um, just having that, I think is very special. You know, Hawaii's very tight knit and, and very family oriented. So um, just having that support. Um, knowing that I represent something bigger than myself, um, I, I want to do that in the right way. All right, last one. We're going to ask a question from Twitter. This is from Stephen Spencer. He asks, what would you share with young fans on staying calm and collected during big moments in a game like last drive on OU Texas? I'd say just be comfortable with the uncomfortable, you know, and pressure is a privilege, you know, being able to get into that moment. Um, is because you did something right on the front end, you know, and uh, just embracing uh, the pressure, the moment, um, and, and the drive, you know, that we had. 
um, that's that's something you live for as a competitor. So just embracing it. Don't run from your legacy or expectations. Run towards it um, and love every part of it because as a competitor, that's what it's all about. All right, Dylan, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. You were fantastic. Uh, good luck for the rest of your season and make sure you stay healthy. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Thank you, sir. If this is your first time hearing or watching the show, be sure to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review. Thank you. Thank you.